Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Right now we're going to talk a little bit more football. We're going to preview the Cleveland Browns, a team that I'm high on, a team that you're not so high on. I know this because we talk about the Browns a lot here on this show. Last year they went 11-5 and and still finished third in the uh, AFC North. Year two for Kevin Stefanski. Uh, They also have Alex Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt's nephew. Aaron Rodgers' guy. He's now the offensive coordinator. Joe Woods takes over as defensive coordinator uh, as Joe Barry. Jeez, Joe Barry. Jeez, I'm losing Joe my mind. Barry. I was thinking Rams nice. for some reason. Wow, the two teams I'm high on, the Rams and the Browns. Um, Joe Barry used to be a <laughs> Now I'm really thinking Packers. Well. He's, yeah. he's not the Packers defensive coordinator. Yes. Uh, so the Browns last year, 11-5. and five. Their win total this year sitting there at 11. And it's minus 110 both ways over at BetMGM. 10 and a half. Um, so to win the AFC, plus 750. To win the Super Bowl, 16 to 1 odds. To win the AFC North, they are plus 150. They're key additions. Jadeveon Clowney, who rarely stays on the field for 16 games. We'll see what he does in 17 games. They also add Troy Hill. Uh, their defense, a little bit of a mess last year, especially in the secondary. So they do add Troy Hill, and they draft Greg Newsom in the first round, who I absolutely loved at Northwestern. I know not everybody was as high on him. I love Greg Newsom. I was kind of hoping that he'd be a Packer, but... I like what they did as well. You hope everybody's a Packer. I, I, there are certain dudes that I fall in love with, and he was one of them. Baker Mayfield to win MVP is 33 to 1 odds. Uh, Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year, plus 450. Kind of like that. Mm. I think Cleo Mack's going to be my value play, but I don't hate that whatsoever. I like the Browns this year. Um, last year, they faced the ninth toughest schedule. This year, they're going to face the third easiest schedule coming into this season. So, which I'm not it. buying, by the way, because we went. I went through that schedule, and we can talk about it now, or we can talk about it later. That this is based is on not, current win totals. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I mean. the I, The third easiest schedule in the NFL based, based on, on the, current, based on the current win totals. Yeah. I see a lot of very difficult games in their schedule. Okay, well, yeah, I, I'll I'll make a couple points here. Uh, I can make one. I, I can make one. Why I agree that you maybe shouldn't be as high on them. Last year they went seven and two in one score games. That included a tight win against Cincinnati. Twice, actually, they played Cincinnati tough. Uh, the Jags, the Texans, and then Week 17 against the Steelers. Those were the Steelers' backups, and it took like everything out of Cleveland to win that game. I don't think they could afford to keep these games as close. Also, last year, they finished with a negative 11-point differential. The only team in the NFL to, um, to not only make the playoffs with a negative point differential, but the only team to win at least nine games. So they weren't great. They just found ways to win close games. Mm-hmm. This year, though, like I said, they will face the third easiest schedule if you're looking at win totals. Uh, their defense last year was awful. They were 23rd in EPA per play allowed. Um, they also led the NFL in allowing three touchdowns in the final two minutes of the game to reduce that final margin to one score. No team in the NFL improved their talent level in the offseason, though like the Browns did. I know that you're not as high on Devion Clowney staying on the field, but if he does, that fixes the pass rush a little bit. I like Greg Newsom. We'll see if he's a week one starter. They improved the, the uh, secondary a little bit. Also, they bring back Kareem Hunt with Nick Chubb. I love Nick Chubb. Last year, first and, and second. Kareem Hunt. Yeah. On the foot. Kareem the Hunt and Nick Chubb. Last year, uh, first and second in explosive run percentage among running backs, the two of them. The entire offensive line comes back. The offensive line was much better than it was that year with Freddie Kitchens, where for some reason Baker Mayfield was bailing out of the pocket and rolling to his left on every snap. 
This season, they're expected to face the second easiest run defensive schedule based on EPA per rush allowed. You have the two two of the best running backs, two top 10 running backs, uh, according to BetQL and Odyssey, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Last year, Baker Mayfield was very efficient with Kevin Stefanski. A lot of play action. They're able to run the ball. They were 11th in EPA per drop back, 9th in completion percentage over expectation. Even better down the stretch, he was 6th in EPA, 3rd in success rate in the final 7 games of the season. And, hopefully, fingers crossed, Odell Beckham Jr. is able to stay healthy. He gets one of the best receivers when healthy back in the league. Now, here's where Baker does struggle. He's great in a clean pocket. He struggles when he faces pressure. When he faces pressure, 33 in yards per attempt, 31st in passer rating. So, (laughs) if he doesn't have a clean pocket, he could be in big trouble. But I expect them to open things up with the play action with that run game. Your thoughts on that, why you hate the Browns so much. That was a lot of information, Ryan, and that's what the people need. So run the ball, protect Baker Mayfield, get after the quarterback, take the football away, don't have to win every game by three points, and I think that they don't win any less than 12 games, even with the schedule. Now, I will say, talked about their record, 7-2 in one-score games, one-possession games, I believe you said? Yes. 7-1, 7-2. 7-2, yeah. Um, their schedule last year, nobody wants to talk about how easy their schedule was. No, it was, was. yeah. Like their, their it schedule was the ninth was easiest, according to win totals. Now, yeah. these one possession games that they were having against the Jaguars? The Bengals. The Bengals? Uh, the second string of the Steelers, just to get into the playoffs. The, least that's what I'm saying. The yeah, Steelers? Improve their positioning. The Jets? J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, like, Jets. They're not play, they weren't playing anybody. And my biggest thing is, if you if you believe that now, this year, I look at their schedule coming forward, I don't believe in this team to operate like a team that's actually good. Like, there are teams that carry themselves, regardless of the roster, as teams that can compete with anybody. The Browns feel like, to me, and this may be a biased take, all my takes are biased, so if you are just realizing that, you should probably turn this radio off or whatever you're listening to me on, okay? But the Browns team just feels like a team with a whole bunch of stars that underperform or can't stay on the field. Like the Philadelphia Eagles a couple years back when Vince Young called them the dream team, even though he wasn't even the starting quarterback because that was Mike Vick, and then they ended up stinking. Yes. Yeah, but they proved last year that, they're, that they, 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 they could win. They proved last good. year and that, I love they, Kevin that they could beat bad teams. Well, and that, yeah, and this year they get an even easier schedule if you're looking at the win totals. But I'm not looking at the win. Look at the actual schedule, though, this year. Like, it, win totals is fine. We can we can talk all about their actual schedule is not a walk in the park. Well, they open up with Kansas City. That's tough. They'll beat On the, the Texans. Road. They'll beat the Texans. Then they get the Bears. They get the Bears at home in Cleveland. They get the Bears. And they get you Minnesota. took the over on the Bears, by the way. Yeah, and seven we're and a half about, wins. And we're also talking about one score. Like, this team plays everybody close. Like, it, it feels like I don't think anybody's going to believe that this Browns team's all of a sudden just going to blow teams out. So, if these these games are going to be close still. All right. So, you're playing against the Chicago Bears, who we don't know what version we're going to see of them in week three. Justin Fields could be interesting, and that throws a wrinkle in everything. Mm-hmm. They play the Minnesota Vikings, who, you know. I don't think very much of. I think the Minnesota Vikings they hate are, their own quarterback. The Vikings are one of those teams that can compete with anybody regardless of what they actually feel about how, who their quarterback is and how many good passes he can throw and also his stance on COVID-19. The Chargers, that's not easy. Herbert and that defense is interesting as well. The Arizona so Arizona Cardinals, not easy. The Broncos, they stink. They're going to beat up on the Broncos. Yeah, the Phoenix everybody about to say the Phoenix Suns. The Pittsburgh Steelers week 10. I mean week 8. They'll beat them. They, I'm so out on the on the Steelers. They might beat them, but I'm I'm yeah, I'm not high on the Steelers either. But I think that game is close, and that's all I'm trying to say. The Bengals probably will beat them. Beat the, the Patriots. They're probably going to beat them. Yeah, that game is in Foxborough. Could so. be close. Okay. Detroit Lions, they'll beat, beat them. them. The Ravens. They have I, the Ravens before and after the bye week. That's two wins right there. I think they right split. 
I think they split with Baltimore. That's interesting. But yeah, they could split. But it is funny that they get they get the Ravens and then week 13 is their bye, which I also kind of like for them. And yeah. then they come back week 14 at home with Baltimore. I think they'll drop the week 12 one, win the week 14. I, I mean, it's so hard to do this because yeah. we don't know injuries. Yeah. yeah. So then they play your Packers right after playing against the the Raiders. So they go Baltimore back to back, Raiders, Packers. I'll be there. Steelers, Steelers think, and then Bengals. Yeah, I love it. I, I love them to win. I think they win 11, 12 games this year. I would take the under on 10 and a half. Uh, with, with that being the case, I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. Man, I like what they did defensively, though. They had Joe Johnson, you got to remember, even though you gave him $11 million. They had Troy Hill. So you get a corner, you get a safety. That was your biggest issues last year. Then you have Jadeveon Clowney. If Who he just stays healthy. Can stay on the field. Like right. that's, that's everybody. And though. I love Denzel Ward. So can that's your other corner. Can anybody I, love on this, that, I love this team. That's Your only reason you love them this much is because you've already taken the future and you got it before the value got sucked out of it. So now you're all over it. Dude, I even like their depth. Like Donovan Peoples-Jones probably isn't going to be on. Like he's going to be like, what, your fifth receiver? Because you're going to have Jarvis Landry back. You're going to have Higgins. I love Higgins. Jarvis Landry out of the slot. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., I meant to say back. Austin Hooper at the tight end position. Like, David Njoku is this team's third-string tight end. They are they stacked. All, they always have talent, though, Ryan, is what I'm trying to tell you. I don't trust Baker Mayfield to be able to facilitate that offense well enough to where he can get everybody the ball and and, and, and get the best, the best skill and the best output from all these different talented prospects on not prospects but players on that team. I mean look at the first year that that Odell and Jarvis were there. It was like night like he literally could not get either one of them the ball. They're both throwing tincture tantrums uh throughout the season. Then they come to fans he comes in, okay, that's cool, but Odell gets hurt. Now we're back in the same place where everybody's healthy, but now they're more more weapons. They're older. They're not as they're they're still injury prone. And it's Baker Mayfield that has to now reconcile and have the pressure on him not only to perform because everybody's healthy, but just continue to prove that he is an NFL quarterback to the fullest and a top 10 quarterback at that. I don't think he can do that. I'm out on Baker Mayfield. I think the team is very talented on paper, but it's another one of those big-time, quote-unquote, on-paper dream team rosters that's full of egos and very talented guys. But there is going to be a time when you can't finish the job, I don't think, they start this year. I'm taking the under on 10 and a half. 